What's up, Weeboos, and welcome back to the Weeboo Podcast. This is episode five of season two. We're rounding up out the genres. So this is our last kind of episode where we talk about a specific genre of anime, and we're gonna be covering psychological thrillers, sci-fi, and everything that's kind of messing with your mind. But before we get into that, you know, we want to give our week- weekly update. And unfortunately, I, I did the dirty. I took an anime detox week and I didn't watch anything. So Pat, you're gonna have to carry this. But was there anything that you watched this week that you liked, and anything that caught your attention? Man, first of all, there's no such thing as anime detox. I think it's good for the soul to at least watch a couple a week. But wait, wait, I actually wanted to get into this. Do you never take an anime detox? Because there's weeks where I really need an anime detox. And if I don't take it, I just burn out. No, I do. I do like to binge. I actually prefer to leave a couple episodes at once or maybe watch like 10 episodes of all the anime in a day. But yeah, I do. I do have anime detoxes, but actually rather than not watch anime, I'll switch to something else like uh, maybe like drama or something, something with people. (laughs) So I understand what you mean. I think it is hard to watch anime all the time. I think it is good to switch it up. Yeah, there's a point where I, if I watch too much anime at once, I almost lose this like sense of feeling to the real world or something. I don't really know, but I, I go through these cycles where I watch a bunch of anime, then I, I'll switch over, then fun, watch a bunch of J-dramas, and then I'll switch over and then watch a bunch of Japanese game shows. And I just kind of do this cycle over and over again. And to be honest, I think it might have been also because the summer 2021 season was getting kind of slow in terms of the episode. So like episode four, I think I touched on last week or the week before where I said a lot of these episode fours were getting a bit slow. And there are only a couple animes I kind of wanted to tune into if I really had to force myself to, but I just didn't do it this week. Yeah, so I definitely agree with you. A lot of them are losing some steam. And... I hope we can still pick it up. It's still early. There's a lot of run left, a lot of episodes left. It's too early to call it quits, but I do think some of them, you know, they're they're getting slow. And one of them I won't just going to name drop because I did catch up on it. I did watch it specifically for this week with Sunny Boy. You know, I do think it's getting slow. And for how much hype I had going in after episode one, each week I, or each episode I did seem to feel a little less enthused about every episode going forward i don't know if you feel the same way but that was one that i did want to bring up and no hate on sunny boy but after the first episode i did make a ranking list that was number one on my list after episode one right now it's around four so just for some reference on maybe the shift of the of my current rankings we might get into this later on but it might be kind of suffering from the psychological thriller sci-fi setup episodes where they take around three to five episodes in order to just set up the entire plot and setting and episode one they kind of came out with a banger to catch the audience's attention but now they're basically put putting out a bunch of information every single episode in order to tie out the story granted i didn't watch episode four so i don't know how much information came out that episode but episode two and three definitely felt like they were just throwing a bunch of information at you in order to just set up the entire plot And that happens in a lot of these psychological thrillers and sci-fi shows because it takes a lot to kind of circle back to all the different aspects that they kind of mention at the end. 
So it, it might be one of those. And if it is one of those, then great. If it just turns into this, I don't know, ball of information that's just being thrown out every single week, then it's not going to be a good show. So hopefully that's not the case. But I'm curious to hear what shows are kind of at the, at the top of your list then. If Sunny Boy has dropped from the number one spot, what's your number one to three? So actually my number one right now is Remake Our Life. I, I think last week you did mention Remake Our Life was getting pretty good. I love the development that it has. I think the pacing's great. I love the storyline. You know, we're kind of getting into that love triangle, but, you know, I just I just love the concept of Remake Our Life. I don't know what it is, but I just really like it. So that's going to take my number one spot right now after this current week. Number two is Aquatope. I still like Aquatope a lot. I think there's a long way to go for the series, so I don't know if it's going to hold that position, but I'm pretty happy with the way the story's progressed so far. And then three, I'm kind of split between actually the case study of Nidus. I'm, it's not the greatest anime, but I think it is interesting. And then somehow, uh, my shonen of my trash shonen of Spirit Chronicles, Sarah Gensoki, has somehow I've found myself and lo- looking forward to its release every week. So that has actually moved its way up. But it's because Sunny Boy is slow. Does this take into account Slime or no? Uh, I don't know because Slime Slime is definitely really good because I... But it is a previous anime. I guess I was only considering like the new anime of the, of the season. I think Slime would kind of fall into that three or four category too. It's definitely above Sunny Boy. So um, I would... If I had to put in Slime, Slime is definitely better than Spirit Chronicles or Sarah Gensoki. I think the current season of Slime is a bit slow. I actually would say it's probably equivalent to Vanitas. Maybe for this current three or four episodes in. I don't know if you've been keeping up with Slime, but I just think it's it's been a bit slow for this start of this summer season. Yeah, I don't I don't watch Slime, so I, I don't know what's going on with it right now, but I kind of agree with you. The Slice of Life's are actually the best shows right now, which is kind of surprising because I came into this with absolutely zero expectation well i thought remake our life was going to be good after the first episode and after it got a 50 minute run i was like okay they have some kind of investment and like a team backing them up that's willing to make the show good right but then aquatope i had a lot of doubts because pa works had just messed up so many shows in the last couple of seasons but for some reason like they have held really strongly and then the other shows have kind of just fallen out of the cycle for me where it's just even though I like Slice of Life a lot, and then I might be biased because of that, like these other shows are taking either way too long to set up their story, or it's just kind of going through that the grind almost where you just have to watch these episodes in order to just enjoy it at the end, which I hope is the case. But yeah, I, I see a lot of potential for Vanitas too. So I, I definitely agree with you there that Vanitas should probably be closer to the top because. I wouldn't say it's the perfect show, but it's pretty entertaining, at least. Like, the premise is entertaining. The music is pretty good. I really like the opening and ending of Vanitas, and I actually listen to it quite often. So, yeah, I think that's that sounds about right. Yeah, so I think it was a really good point that you brought up that a lot of these psychological anime have a very heavy plot development, and you have to kind of invest time to really understand everything, right? So... 
you know, I don't know if we want to touch on that right now, but that was just a really good point that I thought you made. So I'm really hoping Sunny Boy picks it up because it's been four episodes now. I would like to see some movement on episode five. I don't know if we're going to get it. I feel like there's still going to be one more episode of plot development or setup, but I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, that sounds about right. It always takes like five to six episodes, but yeah, I think kind of going back to that point and I don't really want to define a psychological thriller because I think people know what a psychological thriller is already. So just like going back to the point of these shows taking five episodes, seven episodes, whatever it may be to set up the story. Like what, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that a lot of people kind of turn off the shows because of that? Or do you think it's more rewarding at the end because you could kind of went through that grind? Because I know a lot of people that aren't able to get through that five to seven episode setup namely like something like steins gate we both have like a mutual friend or mutual friends that didn't make it through the first eight episodes or so because there was just too much talking too much dialogue not a whole lot going on to capture the people's attentions and people just end up dropping the show so i feel like that's one of the kind of holes or cons that kind of comes out of these psychological thrillers because in order to truly enjoy the ending, you have to go through that like five to seven episode grind of watching almost nothing. And it's it's rough, man. So like, wh- what are your thoughts on that? Do you have a tr- like a hard time going through that? Or do you have to be in like a certain mood in order to go through it? Or is, is it just like, just click play and just turn a blind eye? It is tough. I definitely agree with you. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't watch Sunny Boy until this current week. I watched the first episode and then I gave it three episodes. I caught them all. I caught up all this week. I didn't want to watch it for that exact reason because I know how it feels to be stuck in that grind, like kind of pushing through every week. And it's rough. I, I remember how Steinsgate was. Luckily, I had started watching Steinsgate uh, after the uh, season was released. So I didn't have to worry about that. But I don't mind grinding through if their episodes are all out. It's a lot tougher to have to grind through it when you're waiting week to week. Do you kind of take the approach that I do with Shonen and just wait for it to come out? Because I kind of do the same thing for a psychological thriller as I do for Shonen, where I kind of just need to wait for it to all come out. Because, well, one, it gives you kind of insight in terms of what the ending is because people are reviewing it, right? So you know if the ending is really worth it. And if it's not worth it, then you should probably not be grinding through these five to seven episodes or so. And then, second it's a lot easier to just play grindy episodes like back to back to back than to watch it every week and hope that you can like get yourself to play the next episode the next week which is in my opinion a lot harder right because you got to just find that will or find something deep down inside you in order to come back to just watch it for this 12 week run which is pretty hard if you're not really patient and you really just want to get to the end game no definitely 100 percent agree and and that kind of transcends outside of anime it a lot of shows like that it's easier to grind through the slow parts the plot development than it is to have to wait week to week for that and that's why i think psychological shows anime it's more better portrayed in a movie because you're committed to the two hours but in the anime yeah i do take that approach i do agree that your shonen approach is my psychological approach where i'd rather just wait wait a bit but because of that i'm not gonna listen to the reviews out right now for sunny boy i'm gonna i understand that we have to give this time it's gonna be unfortunate if it doesn't pan out but i still have enough hope there that i do think this can turn it around and 
you can already see it being reflected in some of the scores on Mal. How how true Mal is, I don't know. I know we touched on that a bit last week, and we're going to get into that more next week. But you got to give it time. And that's really kind of the main point that I think I agree with you here, and that I just want to let everyone know is that you got to give these anime time. You, you can't judge them. It's like judging a book on, not by its cover, but like the first chapter, chapter one. Yeah, I could definitely go on an entire rant about people getting scores on Mal like way before the show even ends. Like something like Aquatope, I think has less than a 7.5 right now because people are just scoring it randomly. And that obviously skews the score quite a bit. And I'm sure we'll get into that next week when we talk about Mal because, yeah, I mean, I'll have a lot to say about it. But there are shows out there, though, that I do think do a pretty good job in terms of kind of turning around the story pretty quickly so there's shows out there that kind of have like a 12 episode run or so and they kind of have to capture the audience's attention but at the same time kind of tie in all the psychological elements all the surprises all the i guess like what you're waiting for at the end of the show basically in within 12 episodes which is really hard to turn around for a show and we've seen it with like erased um i don't know what your opinion is on erased i don't necessarily think it's a great show but like it's gotten pretty good reviews, but it's only gotten 12 episodes. And it did a pretty good job of in, in terms of like turning around the story within those 12 episodes. And I, I don't want to give too much credit, credit to this other show, but Promise Neverland did a pretty good job in the first season where they set up the entire story in 12 episodes and made it really entertaining within those first 12 episodes. And we, we do see these shows do that, but then there are other shows kind of that get this 12 episode run but get like an episode to episode like new story something like death parade where they get a f- brand new story brand new character that they're kind of going over each episode and that's a lot easier for them to turn around obviously because you don't have to tie back everything do you kind of prefer one kind of way of execution over the other so like one where you kind of have everything intertwined over a 12 episode or 24 episode run or something that kind of messes with your head, makes you think each episode with a new and brand new story? Uh, you know, the second option is really hard to pull off. I do like the more intertwined just because I understand it. Uh, and it but if you can pull it off, those, those types of individual storylines that all come together at the end, definitely that would kind of bring, that would make the difference between a 9 out of 10 versus a 7.5 out of 10. But again, it's very difficult to pull off. And if you do it wrong, it's going to become very boring. You're going to lose a lot of interest and it's going to get dropped. So I think that's the tricky part. Personally, I just like to be more involved throughout the entire storyline. Uh, I don't have to. I don't like kind of having to put it all together myself. I'm kind of like in the middle on this one because I do like the aspects of kind of Death Parade where I almost like sat back in my chair after each episode and had to kind of think about my own life or like reflect on the episode that I just watched. And then the week after I get kind of that same exact experience, same exact feeling where I just have something to think about, have have something to look back on and just enjoy on a week to week basis. But again, like you said, it's really hard, right? That's why we don't really see this in the psychological kind of drama realm that often. But on the other hand of things, like, the shows that kind of intertwine everything within 12 episodes or 24 episodes, that ending feeling is like a euphoria almost. It's like a high that you get at the end where you went through so much to get to that point that you, 
there's just so much to enjoy really right where you might have lost some patience at episode five to seven but at the end it kind of makes it all worth it so like something steins gate where the ending is just phenomenal how they tie back everything from episodes one to 23 really where every single storyline is literally just intertwined into this final ending which is like a masterpiece and i'm not really sure which one's better really because if i'm watching something on a week-to-week basis i'd rather get something to kind of think about every week and i hate that feeling where i kind of watch a show and i'm like oh god like i got nothing out of this like last 30 minutes that i watched something right and actually with the intertwined uh style i actually end up re-watching the anime and almost for most of these uh, psychological animes i have seen them multiple times for that exact reason because i want to go back and kind of think about it from a new perspective because those first couple episodes mean a lot more when you already know what's going to happen yeah you could kind of pick and choose like what's kind of going to intertwine at the end right you know this this scene is significant because of x y and z reason and i i think i recently just said this on a previous podcast but i, I just rewatched steins gate and i've watched i've rewatched it probably like five times or something now but i pick up something new every single time i watch it because there's just too many things intertwined at the end of the story where i just can't pick up everything on one watch so it makes it a lot better it makes it entertaining you pick up on these like small nuances like basically like hidden easter eggs right in in the show and yeah it's it's really entertaining to watch it that way yeah and you know steins gate is one of the most favorite anime i have ever ever seen that grammar is terrible but i love steins gate i would recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it even if you're not an anime fan i think the story itself is so interesting in terms of the concepts the uh, perspective on time and kind of the whole plot is it's just hard to not like it if it was a movie i think it would get great reviews if done right and just because it's an anime i think it's kind of hidden but honestly i love it and you kind of see how the american movies that deal with with time and flow kind of they do pretty well right and i'm talking like the interstellar is the even loki i don't know if you watched it but loki talks about time travel a lot and it has really similar elements to Steins Gate. Yeah, right. And in those time, like I think lately with space becoming more and more of a reachable kind of goal, right? With Virgin Galactic and, you know, even uh, what's Elon Musk's company? Uh, SpaceX. SpaceX. Yeah. A lot of people are becoming more invested in learning about space and, and kind of trying to understand just some of these basic concepts of time and how time is relative. And just understanding that and seeing that in an anime, I think it's so interesting. And I think that's why Steins Gate is one of the best anime of all time. Because it's not so absurd that it's like complete fiction. Like I truly believe that maybe in some parallel, there could be a parallel world out there. That, you know, like we go back to those that decision making. You make a different decision and maybe that's a different timeline. That's some other, some other world far away or maybe some other point in time like you you just can't influence time and just have to believe like that's that's the one timeline i don't know i can get into this tangent forever but i just love the whole concept of that and it kind of goes back to that old go back in time kill a butterfly and the world ends it has one of the most interesting concepts that i think anime has ever introduced and it's interesting because it hasn't really been proven really right by science yet like there's no way to prove it i guess and 
it's just something that everyone could think about and it's very interesting because you know a lot of people could just look back on their decisions a lot a lot of people could kind of reflect on their life and just see their life like within the story really where the main character kind of goes through this process of what's right what's wrong what decision he should make etc etc and it, it really is one of the most entertaining stories out there but i think in my opinion the psychological thriller genre in general is a really entertaining genre overall you made an interesting point earlier where you said you kind of don't want to go out and like reach for i guess the underlying story or the the meaning behind the stories and there's some some shows out there that are a bit controversial i think because of that so something like madoka magica I think isn't a show that translates very well to someone who doesn't want to think through all the, (laughs) I guess, X, Y, and Z backstory or the metaphors and analogies that are kind of shown throughout the show. And also something like Beastars, I think, kind of gets lost in the story because there's just so much you have to kind of reach for on your own and interpret it for yourself in order to kind of get the full breadth of the story. But I guess, like, what's your thoughts on that? And would you rather just have something that's more entertaining? Something like Steins Gate, where it's just presented to you and you could just enjoy it? Or do you like... All right, I know you said you don't really like it, but what's your thoughts on shows that make you think and kind of reach for the actual meaning behind the story? Yeah, so I think when I have to think about a show like that, right, I I think of Shinsekai or... What is the translation? Something World? From a New World, I think. From a New World? Yeah. Yeah, I think... That anime is one of those, you don't really know what the heck is going on. You're trying to think every episode, like, what's the meaning of this episode? And there are, like, many climaxes throughout the entire anime. And it's like that hybrid anime, like you said, that's kind of intertwined somewhat, and you understand it at the end, but at the same time, it's kind of, you're kind of thinking the entire time. Versus once Steinsgate picks up, you really understand it. And same with uh, Psychopaths. I know we've touched on Psychopaths a bit. And I think that's another really good anime that I think does a very good job at kind of from the get-go putting you into the storyline and you kind of understand how the world works from the start. You don't really have to think too much. But it does get interesting. And I guess that's just the difference in styles of these psychological anime. But I personally just like to understand the world and and be engaged. Maybe because it does get into the more shonen category when you start doing that. Even though it's like the farthest thing from a shonen, but that style is more shonen-like. Shonen does a really good job of pretty much just presenting to you on a platter. This is the story. This is what's entertaining about the story. And you should entertain or like enjoy the story because of these reasons. And for these other shows, I think like Madoka Magica is really, really hard, I think, for an audience member to just fully understand the story without having to think of every single possibility that could kind of come about from that story. And personally, so I I mentioned on the Slice of Life episode that I really like to watch shows that I can relate to and I could kind of see myself, I guess, in that position. But I really like these shows that make me think about kind of how society is portrayed, something like Shinsekai Yori, right? Like, how does their society that's portrayed as a utopia kind of tell the story of our society right now? And that's how that's exactly how I feel about Beastars as well. Like Beastars has their own kind of society that revolves around these carnivore or carnivorous and herbivores. I don't know if that's the right word, but 
these animals and the rules that these animals live by but how do these rules that the animals live by kind of translate to the the storytelling of this current world that we live in as humans and i i really like the kind of play there and then the thought process that kind of comes from it because there are stories that is that are very hard to kind of just portray in a slice of life format and make the audience member really think about what's wrong with the current society because there just isn't enough to to kind of work with and that's why shonen is entertaining that's why isekai is entertaining because you have so much to work with really and that's also why psychological thriller in my opinion is entertaining because you have all these endless possibilities to kind of depict the current society that the humans live in and then kind of tell the humans yeah you guys need to work on x y and z you should do this to better yourselves etc etc and that thought process is like super entertaining to me and that's why i like some of these shows that where i have to kind of reach in and dig deeper in order to get the full breadth of the story something like madoka magica and a b stars right so maybe going off of those comments have you seen the american tv show black mirror I have. I love Black Mirror for that reason. <laughs> right. It, and that's what I'm thinking about when you when I hear these kind of your thoughts out here. It's very Black Mirror-esque, right? It portrays society in a different way that is maybe would be controversial if you just said it. But when you do it in kind of a TV format or whether that's anime, cartoon, movie, you can kind of think without getting too much down that, that line that you can't have that discussion with someone. But when you have the discussion with someone in terms of a show... You know, it's you don't get into those arguments where you might be crossing boundaries with someone else. But it's very interesting how you said that because that just reminds me of Black Mirror and kind of how it just portrays like one take on what's wrong with society. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean from it. Like I, I love Black Mirror because it makes me think about what we can kind of do better as humans or what is potentially wrong with the current world that we live in. Not saying that you know everything is wrong but obviously there are areas that we could improve in as a society uh, as humans etc and i think anime does a really good job of actually portraying that and i kind of went through this like thought process the 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 mind f experience almost when i went when i watched the second season of b stars and i know it hasn't gotten good reviews on mal but i think that's that's why it hasn't gotten good reviews on mal because the story doesn't give you hey this this is why you should entertain or you should feel entertained from watching the show. This show is great for X, Y, and Z reason, like right on a platter for you to kind of feast on. It's just you have to go in deeper and you have to find the kind of small secret or like hidden Easter eggs within the show in order to kind of translate it back to the current society in order to fully understand what they're trying to portray from the story. And I might be wrong. You know, everyone has their own set of interpretations their own perspective that they have when they watch these shows. So I don't think there's always a right or wrong answer, but it also gives the audience member the chance to kind of think about the show, think about their own life, think about the community that they live in, and then really just try to apply it to what they're going through. And that's why I think psychological thriller is like really entertaining because there just isn't one way that you can interpret these stories. Yeah, I definitely agree with you there that, Everyone is going to take a have a different take at the end of the day, um, depending on maybe their background, maybe the way they feel about current society, and maybe some of the problems they have, right? And as a lot of these psychological thrillers, they do focus on maybe 
what happens when you ostracize like one individual or a group of people and how that can like influence the world right and that kind of is the shinsekai yori feel or or from a new world type of type of meaning about a utopia right to have a utopia you means you've erased an opinion of maybe the unpopular group and i don't know it's just a very interesting type of thought and i I do love psychological thrillers for that one reason that everyone's going to have their own opinion and they do make you think right at the end of the day you say like this is a great anime but wow like the thoughts that are going through my head now it's just so different so i don't really watch like youtube videos or read forums on animes when i watch i just kind of put my own scores you know talk about it on this podcast talk about it with my friends and then th- that's that but psychological thrillers is a is a one sh- type of show where i kind of go back to these forums and go back to these youtube videos and actually listen to people's perspectives because people have a lot of different takes on how these stories are portrayed and yeah it just really goes back to the point that everyone has their own perspective everyone lives in different communities everyone has their own you know uh own things that they're going through and because of that, psychological thrillers has many, many, many ways that you can interpret the story. It's almost like Steins Gates, like endless number of timelines, really, where it's just there's so many endless possibilities in terms of how people interpret it. So th- that's why I think it's really entertaining for me to kind of go back to the forums and just like hear about people's opinions on these stories. I do think, you know, now that you said the opinions on all these different stories, I have heard many different opinions on a race. Especially because they also came out with a drama on it, which is very interesting because they came out with the ma- the anime as well as the drama in relatively a short period of each other. And a lot of people might be familiar with the drama on Netflix or they might have seen the anime. But depending on which one you watched, I've heard very mixed reviews, actually. What have you heard? I've heard more people like the drama than the anime. I don't know if that's what you heard, but that's what I've personally heard. I've watched both. <laughs> To be honest, I don't remember that much of it from either of them. But there's actually a live action movie too. Oh, wow. Yeah, so there's like different... uh, The live action movie is just completely different from the anime and the drama. The the story is just not the original work or it's not close to it. They kind of rework it in order to fit everything within a two-hour time frame. So I thought the movie was bad. And I I clearly remember that. But I don't really remember what the drama really was like but i remember giving it like an 8 out of 10 so i think i liked it hey that's pretty good 8 out of 10 is pretty good we take those but it kind of goes back to our kind of discussion on slice of life where there are certain shows where i just enjoy the drama a lot better than the anime because you know erase is a show that kind of is more tailored for a drama because it's more realistic the thriller is it could be it could happen in real life um it could happen to any, anybody hopefully it doesn't happen to anybody but it is very well possible right within this real world so it is one of those shows that kind of translate well to drama drama format so for those that like we discussed on last week's episode for those that kind of relate better to seeing actual humans going through certain things versus 2d characters going through certain things and they can relate to that better i could totally see them liking the drama way more than the anime yeah definitely just that human perspective right i want to transition actually into a different question do you ever find yourself watching a psychological thriller and liking it because you believe in the possibility like if that was a possible scenario in a future time in the world like it makes sense like it's 
you know how like fiction can actually be closer to like nonfiction or it's based off some type of scientific uh, backing kind of like that I know a lot of time is like that but what I'm what I'm getting at here is like do you ever watch an anime and say wow if that was possible that would be a really interesting society and that's what makes it entertaining I guess so I mean there Shinsekai Yori kind of has that vibe but obviously it's very far-fetched but I, I think the closest thing that I could think of to that is like psychopaths where it, it could yep, happen. That's exact, right? that, that is exactly where I was getting at. Yeah. And, uh, maybe maybe for everyone who does has not heard of Psychopast and is looking for something maybe about maybe a little more realistic. Uh, Psychopast is based in a timeline where there's these crime coefficients that these guns can measure. And essentially when you think of you're about to do something bad, like a bad activity, uh, whether that's shoplifting, whether that's uh, something more serious like committing a murder, your crime coefficient can go up depending on the thoughts in your head. And which is a very like concept that makes a lot of sense. If you could measure someone's intentions, you could technically stop them before they did it. So if someone is starting to get that idea in their head, you know, like I'm going to go kill someone, I'm going to go break something and their crime coefficient goes up, the police could technically arrest them and stop the event from occurring. Uh, which is a very interesting concept. I actually like it, but the whole story revolves what happens when there's, you know, a psycho person who they do something without the thought that what they're doing is bad. And in that case, what if the crime coefficient doesn't go up? They morally don't think what they're doing is wrong. It could very well happen if technology develops, right? And, you know, the laws change a bit how we arrest people changes a bit etc ah it's it's hard though it's i enjoy the show because of that because it could very well happen like in the real world right maybe in like 100 years maybe 200 years but it's like so hard to picture some of the, some of the elements of psychopaths actually happening and actually taking place but it, it could very well happen yeah there's always going to be like some very far-fetched elements but out of a lot of the, the psychological anime it, it does seem more realistic yeah it'd be interesting if it actually changes to something like that it, it'll be weird to basically have all my thoughts being calculated onto something and then just being judged on that because it's almost like the big father system on google right if you if you google search a certain thing too many times we should have ai that should essentially say oh this guy's about to do something that's not that's kind of sus you know, yeah, but you go buy a bunch of random drugs and sus items at Target, like you should get flagged somewhere. But that's where like the whole data privacy <laughs> rights come in. And then it's just like, yeah, you go in this endless circle of like, OK, who's right? The consumer who wants their privacy or the FBI or the police that are, are in charge of kind of arresting these people. And you kind of go through these like it's like a snowball. I still effect. strongly believe that if I talk about a certain item, that ad will pop up. I strongly believe that they're listening. No, it, it definitely <laughs> does because I don't even I don't even get how how that even works. Like my iPhone, I guess, is just listening to everything I'm saying. So all it just targeted ads me for um, anime stuff. Uh, yeah, there's always someone listening. It's it's a, it's scary out there. Data privacy is. They should make an anime on data privacy. I feel like it it, it will happen soon enough. Like it just feels like it's so close to kind of home though, where. It's just like Black Mirror though, right? Yeah. Black Mirror hits really close to home. Yeah, it gets because scary. Because it's all about technology. Yeah, it's like, oh, damn, this is this could, this could actually happen. 
I think though, if if those stories kind of get translated to media though in Japan, it will end up being translated in a in a movie or a drama. Because in recently, I'm I'm totally going on a tangent here from anime, but recently with the dramas, they they're tackling a lot of some of these issues like data privacy, you know, bullying, you know, sexual harassment, you know, power harassment at work, stuff like that. They've been doing a lot of that where they kind of have targeted messages towards towards it in order to hopefully i think influence the audience to you know act in a more appropriate format or appropriate way but i could totally see them doing this and putting together like a good psychological movie because japanese people just love psychological movies that makes sense that it'd be more along that route than an anime it, it would be more difficult to pull off in an anime i agree with you there but who knows? We might see it, or maybe you should have a really good idea, and you should actually be pitching this to some studio in Japan. Yeah, should I start my own studio? Should we call this the uh, Weibo Production? Our quality of art draw, is gonna be so bad. I can't bad. draw though. Yeah, I can't draw and I can't sing, so we'll have no audios. We'll have to do a. We'll have to go back to to just slides, <laughs> but I can't make the slides. We're going to be the English dubbed, like no, no good art, English dubbed version of anime and everyone's just going to just destroy us we're on gonna, the internet. We're going to, we're going to get the one out of 10 on Mal. Or maybe, maybe this should be the social experiment that no matter how bad our anime is, we can inflate our score on Mal. I bet you it'll, Ma- it won't imagine even get a one. that, uh, imagine that social experiment. I bet you someone in this world will interpret it and be like, dude, these guys are geniuses and give us 10 out of 10. I guarantee you. That's what we live for, right? It's just like that. There's a guy on Yelp. I mean, this is not even anime related. There's a guy on Yelp who made a fake restaurant in his backyard and got like five star reviews. People are out there just faking reviews. That's basically what Mal is. I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to enjoy this next episode because I, I just get to kind of go full on blast on Mal and just talk about how bad the grading system is on it. And, It'll be it'll probably be the most fun I'll I'll have on this podcast next week. So I was actually gonna touch on like how a lot of these psychological animes they revolve and this is kind of sunny this is going back to Sunny Boy, right? You know, like you end up and you have to make your own rules. There's always something that goes wrong when you have to self govern. No matter what it is, you can never have that perfect self governance. And a lot of these psychological animes deal with dropping a bunch of people on an island and and usually it's like some type of game show right it's like dagadompa uh bitum i've seen both of those they're both psychological and like it's like a game of life or death and actually this is like there's a new anime out this season it's very i won't say terrible i'll just say it's not great and you probably don't want to spend your time watching it but it's called battle game in five seconds it's another one of those anime where you they drop a bunch of characters in a room and it's like fight to the death type of thing and people act differently when you know you're fighting for life or death they kind of turn on each other and it's always portrayed as that's human nature is it human nature and that's kind of what i was going to wanted to ask you like do you agree with the way that's portrayed that people will naturally turn on each other when their life is on the line so i'm gonna kind of throw a question back at you because i'm not sure if you've actually watched these shows and this is kind of going off topic from anime again but have you watched the Netflix drama called Alice in Borderland? And have you watched the movie called Battle Royale? I have not watched Alice in Borderland. No. I do remember you telling me to watch it, but you said it was really dark and I wasn't feeling dark. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess this kind of goes back to 
me saying I really like psychological thrillers and dark shows because it just really gets me thinking about what human nature really is like and what humans are like when they're kind of put into these like extreme circumstances. Although I would kind of preface this and say that <laughs> the person that probably created Alice in Borderland is probably a bit psycho in some degree, but essentially in, in the story, what they do is like they're tra- transported into this like deserted like borderland essentially. And they kind of have to fight for their life and they're, they get these game arenas where they can play a psychological game. And if they pass the game, like they get a couple of days in order to like live. And those couple of days are basically your pass to live in this borderland. And you have to keep playing these games over and over again in order to just kind of stack up numbers of days in order for you to live. So what gets interesting really is that these games start to become humans fighting against other humans so other people that are within this borderland you're those are the people that you're fighting against and the winner of the game ends up living for x amount of days that they get but then the people that lose will end up dying and japanese people for whatever reason love this concept where they like to put humans into these extreme circumstances in order to kind of just watch the world burn really and that's pretty much what Battle Royale was too. It, it was like Hunger Games before Hunger Games where they kind of dropped on an island and then they had these students had to kind of live and fend for themselves. And and that's pretty much what Sunny Boy is, right? But in an anime format, although we haven't seen it come, come to this like kind of gory, super violent, super intense situation yet. Right. And in anime, actually, that now that you're saying you explain Battle Royale, which I actually rings a bell that it was like banned for a while i'm not sure about that but there's an anime called dead man wonderland i don't know if you've seen it but it's also that exact scenario where the main character gets arrest he gets arrested for a crime he didn't commit basically the show starts off and not it's not really a spoiler but the show starts off with his whole class getting murdered he the blame gets put on him he gets sent to this uh kind of this death row type jail where you can escape by winning games to accumulate points to kind of uh, escape this like evil evil type of death row it's it's really death row but the world uses death the death row inmates as entertainment very similar to there's a show uh, in america it's a movie about racing death race right death race exactly yeah exact same thing except instead of racing it's it's games and the world watches this as entertainment but it's really just a bunch of death row convicts fighting, fighting each other, killing each other. And if you win enough times, you can get your freedom. And that's really what the show The MC is. And shout out to Hana Kanazawa because she plays the best. She plays the female like lead in the anime. And I love her role. Uh, it, never, it never got renewed for further episodes. But it's a very interesting concept. Falls right in line with what you're saying in Battle Royale. Try not to go too much of a tangent. But you're right. That topic does seem to be very popular in, in japanese movies literature anime i don't know why maybe i kind of understand because i i do enjoy these shows and it makes me sound like a really dark and like violent person i'm not that dark and violent i guess i'm, <laughs> I'm kind of dark but i'm not violent and alice in borderland like when i watched it and there's there's another show called like liar game that I watched is a drama. I don't want to get too too deep into it, but it's like it's basically like a G-rated version of Alice in Borderland. I love that show, and I was like, oh, like I love seeing like people in these like extreme circumstances kind of fight against other people, and then seeing what their true nature really is. Because when we live in like 
our world right now where there's rules and clear-cut rules, I don't feel like everyone or every single human I've met has been their true selves. And I think that's the case for everyone, right? You kind of have like a two-faced mentality, a one face you show to everyone and then like another face that you kind of keep in the back and think to yourself. And Alice in Borderland and Liar Game kind of brings out the second face, your dark side face. And it really puts these puts these people in, in a situation where they have to kind of pick like, oh, is it is it about me or is it about the other people? Like, what do I really want? But in the end, most people just end up trying to be like selfish, right? And then kind of fend for themselves. Except the MC, except the MC. Yeah, except the MC. But that, that has to be the case because if the MC was jacked up, then like you're sending a, such <laughs> a bad message to the audience. There's got to be the one savior, right? There the has one to be person one. who tries to save everyone. Yeah, exactly. And it's not even like the MC has to be OP, right? They just kind of have to be pure to the point that they're not influenced by the thought of power or thought of kind of killing money, people. Money, greed. Mo- money, greed, yeah. Right. The sins, basically. It comes back down to, like, if you're stuck on an island fighting for your life, are you going to prioritize your life or someone else's life? Yeah, exactly. And it's not something I wish upon anyone in the real world, but because oh, it's TV, not. right, you could kind of see that happen. And it's just interesting to me. I, I just sound really dark. <laughs> I just like seeing I guess, the world. <laughs> yeah, you sound really dark, but I, I understand the entertainment that comes along with those types of decisions and those types of shows. Yeah, I just like like the psychological like background of it, where if humans were kind of put into more extreme situations, like what would they really do? And these shows kind of depict that. Some are obviously way more extreme than others. And like Sunny Boy's like anime G-rated version what you said seems more r-rated but not that extreme but allison borderlands just like flat out pedal to the metal like just make as gory as hell basically saw but in this circumstance oh god let's not talk about saw <laughs> <laughs> but you know like you, 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 these points are so valid because you know this past year has been a rough for a lot of people but i remember when the pandemic first started i actually think i was with you we went to target and there was just nothing left it's like it's like everyone was just hoarding whatever they could grab. Like yeah, it was water, just like survival wipes, so food. <laughs> yeah, it was like this. There's no concern except take care of myself. Exactly, and these TV shows kind of just blow that up to like <laughs> an extreme. And these are like sanitizing wipes, right? Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. People are fighting over Clorox wipes. <laughs> all the toilet paper is gone. All, all the Clorox wipes are gone. All the hand sanitizer is gone. We saw all yeah, that. Yeah, for anyone happen. listening out of out of not in America, that's what happened in America at the start of the pandemic. There, it was just fend for yourself. If you don't have soap, you don't have soap. If you don't have toilet paper, you don't have toilet paper. Yeah, it was like the weirdest, like <laughs> most extreme thing I've ever seen in my life, and that pretty much is what these shows are trying to depict. But we just saw it in like this super clean freak manner because of the pandemic, which is kind of insane to think about. But we kind of lived through it. <laughs> It is really weird to think about, like, oh, yeah, I got the toilet paper. We're good. We're set. (laughs) Dude, that was, oh, man, crazy years in 2020. But kind of going back to the the shows, like, for those people that don't like gory shows, don't watch Alice in Borderland. But if you do like, I guess, psychological thrillers and you like this genre a lot, you like to think about how humans will interact. And it's super entertaining. I would for sure recommend it. It's on Netflix so people can watch it. and. 
Yeah, there's a lot of good ones actually on Netflix, right? Uh, Erased is another one that's on there. Gantz is another psychological... It's actually a CGI anime, but it kind of falls in that category. But yeah, actually, we've name-dropped a ton of anime this episode. And so if any of those fall in your bucket, go look them up. Give them a watch because this genre is huge. There's a lot that falls in here. And as you can tell, me and Chris have, have seen our fair share of of this genre <laughs> i would say though there's a there's a point though where you can't watch too much in a row or else you kind of just go like weird in the head it's too dark it's too yeah dark. your head gets goes to a really bad place so I, I would definitely not recommend watching a bunch in a row but it, it is nice to, to watch one once in a while and if you want to watch the og that's death note right that's got to be death note and science game yeah the ogs 100 two ogs so yeah, I don't want to get too far into Death Note because that's just like a whole different like rabbit hole that I could go go into. But Death Note was just like an instant classic has kind of established itself as the one of the first or one of the best to ever do it in terms of psychological thrillers. And there's so many adaptations for it. Live actions, movies, don't watch the English live action, anime. <laughs> and it's just done really well in a lot of different formats. I, I even think like the live action drama is done really well. Um, I don't think I've watched all the movies, but the more recent ones are, are better. So, yeah, it's just there's so much to watch here. And there's a reason why that like this genre is just there's so many adaptations for it. There's so many different shows for it, whether that be live action, anime or there's so much to watch. Yeah, definitely agree. This this genre itself could keep you busy for a long, long time. But like Chris said, don't watch too much. We don't want anyone getting weird in the head. Go, go throw some slow slice of life in there. Go throw some shonen. Go throw some sword art online. That's my name drop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here plugging dramas and you're plugging sword art online. <laughs> <laughs> I got it, got it, got it, got to keep throwing the plug in. This is like a terrible anime podcast. <laughs> All right. We want a lot of tangents. Uh, that's my closing thought. We want a lot of tangents, just like a, a psychological thriller. It was a pretty fun episode. I don't have too many. Like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing how Sunny Boy turns out. If you guys don't want to watch it yet, I'll take the hits. I'll let you guys know if it's worth starting. What about you? I'm kind of looking for the next psychological thriller. I guess it is Sunny Boy if, if it pans out pretty well, but... After watching Beastars and just kind of thinking about life and (laughs) having that, I guess, that moment where I just sat back in my seat and thought about life for a long time, I am kind of looking for that next psychological thriller show, but I feel like I've watched almost everything, but there's so much out there that I'm, I'm, oh, I guess there's like ReZero, but that's like an isekai psychological thriller that I could watch the second season of, but yeah, I'm excited for the next episode, obviously, because I get to talk about Mal forever and ever and ever and i'm also excited to hear about your opinions there so look forward to that episode next week but yeah i think that that's about it for this podcast all right sounds good it was a fun week Uh, i'll talk to you next week see you guys later all right peace out we booze